The Den. Conversations with Andrew Wolf. This week, I've invited Camilo Sarmiento, co-founder and CEO of Colbrand International Corporation, to join me in The Den. Camilo and I met several years ago in Colombia, and while collaborating on his Argento and Bourbon luxury footwear brand, we've drunk some good whiskies and enjoyed some fine cigars. Camilo, welcome to The Den. Hello, Andrew. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Well, it's great to have you here, and uh, um, you're six hours behind me, so thank you for taking time out of your day to have a conversation. First up, Camilo, how are you, and how's life in Colombia just now? Well, life in Colombia and everywhere, I think, has been changing drastically in the last years, um, which I think is making people and Colombians uh, we think about the prior, their priorities and our priorities, and this is helping us to get uh, some new places, which I believe are wonderful places where where so many things are taking much more importance than they had before. Or maybe they, they always had it, but we didn't realize. Uh, this is generating drastic changes in every business side, including fashion, of course. And we're looking forward to be part of, of those um, challenging changes. Fantastic. I, I, I like the thought that um, we're in a time of change. And actually, when you're in a time of change, creativity becomes very important, doesn't it? Well, creativity is always the answer. Creativity has always been there for humanity. And as long as we've been living, we've been trying to figure new ways, best ways, better ways to do what we do. Um, creativity, I believe, is... <clears throat> the answer for the needs that can change over time and will help us that creativity to take over those changes and to create some beautiful things. Right now, the fashion industry is much more required than ever uh, because habits are changing. People is changing on how they do, how they work, where they work from. You know, most of the people is now staying at home in many, I mean, most of their time. So, Creativity for me has always been <clears throat> a friend and a lie uh, to go forward in the future to see for <clears throat> for better things. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and I suppose one of the big issues in in um, the fashion industry that I've been reading a lot about lately, Camillo, is is the fast fashion issue. Is how is fashion responding to the the climate crisis that we're facing, which is a, yet another thing that we're we're having to deal with creatively. Well, look, most of the times we, we do not acknowledge that fashion is the second and retail is the second most polluting industry in the world. Uh, and so many times we do such big efforts with such a low um, impact on, on the result. Um, you know, but on the other hand, seeing fashion in a creative way will allow us to understand that doing very small efforts, we can get to a huge impact. Um, just by buying on demand, for example, that will generate a huge, a huge difference. When we are buying from companies just like the slow fashion traditional companies now, uh, that they only produce and overproduce to overtransport, to overcontrol, but undersell, um, the entire system is just not efficient. <clears throat> it will it will lead to extra cost and extra um, impact. Um, not required in our planet. 
Yeah, and am I right in thinking that your new business, Gardent, Camillo, is is actually all about that one-off piece? It's producing producing for demand, yeah? Well, actually, the creativity came to us during the the lockdown here in Colombia, and we started to think, how can we do this different? Why we always have to overproduce to underperform? Uh, talking in customers, um, let's say, expectations. So we started getting into a whole new way to say we should just become the best by producing on demand in a fast way that will not uh, commit quality uh, and never uh, customers' expectations. So what we, where we led, uh, where we end up getting to is a place where we can customize our, our leather goods uh, and shoes, which can also now be made uh, with what we call vegetable leathers, actually are not leathers, but that's how we call them, which are sourced from cactus, pineapple, or mushrooms. But they keep the breathability capacity. They keep that uh, all those things that make us love leather. Uh, so it's a great, bright new future, which is coming, as I, as I was telling you. And these, I believe, uh, understanding that just by buying on demand will allow us to do something we really want and deserve because it's customized to our needs and taste. But also by doing that, um, in the case of gardening specifically, we're decreasing our footprint by 80%. So it's real commitment. It's not 5 or 6%, it's 80 uh, That's something we love when we do, we would truly believe in something. We're willing to put it on the table. We're taking a huge risk by telling people only on demand they can buy. But people is loving it because it's a principle, it's part of our humanity to, to look for better ways to do things. Nice, nice. What a lovely idea. Um, and am I right in thinking that in Garden you're, you're working in collaboration with artists and creatives big time? Well, the production system is not the only thing that is wrong in the industry. Uh, I also believe that today, um, nowadays, brands or what we were normally talks more or express more about who made it, who designed it, than who's actually wearing it. For me, it just doesn't make sense that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm nobody's advertised. Uh, I, I, I'm not willing to pay a thousand pounds for a t-shirt with a big name on it uh, to then just tell people that I can afford it. I think there, there's much more thing to tell from me and from everyone, every single person. In that order of ideas, we, we, we prefer to think that there, um, that there's another way to express and to let people, people express through craftsmanship, through what they wear, and is wearable art. So when we approach to artists um, to represent, to express through what we wear, it's a beautiful message because first of all, let us understand that art is not only to be kept on walls, but it's to be lived close to our skin, to what we were, to when, uh, I mean, to be with us, which with every single step we take. Uh, and it sounds very utopical and romantic, but I believe it's true. And as long as we understand that art is to let us express ourselves and, and should be bigger than any logo on any brand, uh, then it becomes very deep and interesting. This is interesting, Camillo. You're talking here to a brand consultant, of course. So, is is this almost an anti-brand movement that you're talking about here? It's not about the brand; it's about the product. Correct, correct. Uh, and it's far to take that initiative as a brand, right? It's 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 it, 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 it's not far. I mean, I mean, it's, it's very particular, and it 
it takes a lot of courage. And, um, you know, it's risky because people love to show their brand. Some of them, I, I would dare to say most of them nowadays, but there's some others who truly believe that there's much more, there's much more and, and even quality goes over name and so many other things. Uh, and again, we're willing to uh, have a step back on, on, terms, on terms of branding. Um, but in the long term, I'm pretty sure that it, that will actually make Garden as a brand much more recognizable because there's nothing more more powerful than something that touch um, people's heart, people's real initiative. And this is what we aim to do. Nice, nice. So it's actually brand building with purpose. You, you, you've got a conscience and you, you care for the planet. You, you're not, you don't care about the size of your logo on a t-shirt or, or on the front of a building. It's actually about the product and, and having a conscience. It's all about the purpose. Why would it be, why, why would be here if there's no purpose for us? And, and believe me, I've been there. I've been there with some other of our brands. Um, it takes some maturity, it takes some courage to get to this point, I believe. That's in my personal particular case. Um, but for us now, the purpose is to make a really huge industry be more efficient. Not only, um, I, I mean, th this will make it better in every single way. This will, this will, this will, will increase customer satisfaction. This will make people, uh, feel represented. And there's a lot of stress nowadays with fashion, you know, people go buy something knowing that some months after the same product will be 50% off on discount that generates a stress. And then, and then you go buy something and then you see someone else with the same clothing. And, and again, there's a stress. I mean, there's, it shouldn't be like that. It's what you wear again is what is touching your skin the, the entire day. It should be something that is really intimate and should be representing you. So, uh, coming from this perspective, uh, from with this approach, uh, we truly believe we're going to lead a revolution. We're not the only ones. There's a lot of people starting to be more conscious about this. Um, and the most important thing is every single time that someone hears and know is true and understand, they just connect. And it's very hard to disconnect with, uh, with something that is so powerful because it's true, you know, because you know it and you feel it. Oh, fantastic, Camilla. That, that's it's it's you, you've got some really good principles uh, behind the brand, which I think is a a good start when you're brand building. You're not just brand building to to push products to sell more product to get your brand bigger in lights and uh, flashing. You're you're actually you, you're doing it all from the purpose, from the 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 sustainability of the of the product and the sustainability of the of the business. I guess. Well, I believe in the nowadays um, today. People is not only folk, I mean, our generations, uh, we used to be much more affected or by other kind of roles. You know, the leaders were very different and they were all wearing suit and tie and they were all very squared, most of them. Uh, and you know, that, that was the cool thing, you know. Today, you see these new leaders um, who lead multi-billion companies on t-shirts and shorts and flips. Um, and there's, there's something very powerful behind it. And is that it just showed the world that if you want to be dressed in a, a specific way is because you want to, but not because you have to, and that can be, um, let's say projected to many other ways, things in the world. 
Um, being that said, I believe that this change which is about to come is very drastic, not only in the fashion industry, but in so many. And in all of them, it's very important to have that purpose that will make people understand and believe and know they belong to something bigger and they are part of something. And this creates communities and this creates understanding and general understanding of groups, which is very powerful in marketing, as you know. Um, you don't have to go very far away. Probably the, the, the device we're using right now to, to do this interview is through this podcast, is through an Apple. Um, and they lead that in the world as so many others, but there's a big purpose behind that. Um, even I believe when there's a purpose, people and community are willing even to take some of your mistakes because they understand it's part of a learning curve, a learning process where they want to be part of too. And I just believe it's beautiful. What, what, what do you see the challenges in your new business, this, this business with purpose? What do you see the main challenges are in, in communicating the, 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 the good, the good thinking behind the business and the, the good culture that you're creating? There are many challenges. You know, every change comes with big challenges and our role is to try to make them easy to, to work. Um, you know, I, there are so many brands which I love because they're very innovative and not only focused on novelty. If you see, for example, there were so many electric cars before Tesla. But one of the reasons for them to make this come true or to have that higher impact is because you don't have to sacrifice to sacrifice much to go drive an electric car. Um, and it's exactly what's happening in garden. What we try to do is, you know, you always had a chance to do some tailor bespoke, tailor made or bespoke shoes, but it will take you at least some weeks, if not some months. And uh, now we're aiming to have a system where you can have, uh, we're much more accurate based on technology basis, uh, a product that you can customize yourself and have it shipped uh, within 10 days. Um, and even less than that, depend, depending where you are in the world. Um, so when, when the things, when you have to do the right things, I mean, when doing it right, it's also doing it better, doing it easier, doing it in a funnier way, then it becomes, um, Let's say, um, um, yeah, I mean, it's easy to, to take, you know, it becomes feasible um, because otherwise you cannot just um, make it in a bigger way for much more people. I'm losing the word, but you cannot expand it. Um, yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be about small volumes, but high, high value products, I presume, is it? At the beginning, yes, like every new technology and every new thing, you know, at the beginning, I mean, when you were thinking about microchips was, was very hard to think that everyone would have a microchip or two or three or four microchips at their home. Um, so at the beginning it's more expensive, at the beginning it takes longer, but there's where, again, creativity comes to make uh, the good things better um, and just everything work in a better way and faster. So we truly believe that within some years, my kids will come to me, you know, in 10 or 20 years and tell me uh, they cannot believe we used to go into stores to buy clothes uh, that were made without measuring us. Like, it's like if you would, you would go to a restaurant now and be forced to eat what the chef wants. Um, 
So how, how would they do something if they don't know your taste? How, how would I go and buy something uh, if they don't know how are my feet, uh, my arms, everything? So there's a lot of technological things coming in to make this scalable. That was the word I was missing. Um, and the, and, and the, one of the big things is that when now we can scan your body and go print um, the clothing with zero waste, when we can print um, so many things just to use exactly what you want in the dimensions that are 100% required, um, that's beautiful, I believe. And the most beautiful thing about it is that they will help democratize and they will, this will help many people to get to that beautiful access. You know, not everyone had the chance to have a beautiful shoe made in several row in London, um, which is a, an amazing experience to have something 100% tailor made. But it was just so expensive because it was very hard to do because it would require so much experience and knowledge from the tailor, from the from the shoemaker. And now with some, and probably they will get 98% accuracy. And now we have scanners that will, where we will have 100% accuracy. And I can have um, that file sent to Italy, London, China, wherever you have your factory to print, 3D print the, the food of the customer and then have something made specifically for him in the other side of the world. That's beautiful for me. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I love what you're doing, and and the two two points I'm taking out of this, Camilo. One is the digital digital expectation of the future. At the moment, we're still in this digital transformation world, where we're just adopting technologies, and we're finally coming to expectation. You know, we we can all do our banking on our mobile phones. We can we can uh, we can access the news that we want to on our mobile phones. We can live stream movies on our on our, our mobile phones when we want to watch them. So no longer do the do the broadcasters tell us when we have to watch a movie. No longer does the news tell us the news that we want to hear. We can listen to the news we want to hear. So and and no longer do shoe sellers have to sh sell us the shoes that we want to, that they think we want to buy. You know, and we've only got a choice of brown, black, and three different size um, models. We can actually get exactly what we want, where we want. Now, the the wonderful thing there, I, th I think you mentioned as well, democratization. It's it's all about democratization. We have through through these wonderful pieces of equipment, the, these mobile phones and the the technology inside them, we can do virtually whatever we want, whenever we want, and and that's that's an amazing thing, um, and and it opens up all sorts of opportunities for the likes of you who's manufacturing goods and selling them. Well, yeah, as you said, technology will help us to get where we really want if it's properly used. Um, if you go today garden.com um, you will be able to see our customizable tools um, which will just help you play and it's beautiful you know I remember when when the first um, tools customized cars came into the market I don't know probably 20 years ago or 15 years ago I used to go and play I want I, I want to customize my Ferrari that I knew I couldn't afford at that moment but I was they were allowing me to dream Oh, I remember. I remember the mainstream car manufacturers had real time. Uh, you could order your car real time virtually. So if you wanted to buy a Toyota Prius in green with silver hubcaps and and you know windscreen wipers that went opposite directions, you could you could have it. And and this this was amazing technology. Yes, twenty years ago, and actually it wasn't real time because you'd order it and it would actually end up being delivered three months later. You know, so it's it's it wasn't it wasn't very fast, but it was the start of a movement. But the fact 
that you are having choices, it's very powerful. And it does give us a clue about where is the future taking us. Um, specifically, if you go and see these customizable tools, that is really nice. You can go and play and build up exactly what you want, and then you can upload uh, the image you want to have from our in-house artists replicated. Um, of course, we don't use um, copyright pieces, but but you can have, for example, I mean, we had people sending us pictures of their dogs, uh, a special date, a name, a signature, whatever they love. Uh, and then becomes uh, even even better because it, again I'm telling something about myself uh, through every step. Um, and the second thing we're using is it, it is very important for us leaders to understand that we have to provide trust. Uh, that's where we will lead people and let people go take the next step. Uh, when you were talking about banking, I remember how many times I refused to provide my passwords through my cell phone. And, and nowadays, I don't, I don't even provide a passport. They just scan my face. You know, we do the face ID. <laughs> but 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 isn't that wonderful? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm old enough to remember when you know you wouldn't you wouldn't buy an airline ticket with a credit card. You know, and and you know it, we've moved on so fast. You wouldn't you wouldn't buy a credit. Uh, you you don't even use a credit card nowadays. It just transfers direct from your bank account to buy it. So it's it's we're just moving moving into a faster world, a more democratized world, a more digital, uh, a, a more digitally enabled world. And, and it's, it's, it's wonderful that digital is enabling us to, to do all these things so, so efficiently. And, 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 and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it gives us more time to be creative because ultimately that's the thing that the digital world uh, can only support. Great, free your time to where, where you can add more value. Look, one of the things I love the most about what we're trying to do here we are doing is we're building a bridge um, from 2020 maybe 2030 back to 100 years ago because even though we use all this technology we still do our products by hand they are handcrafted by our artisans who are using technology to get better information to do their work in their best and it's beautiful again you know, because um, I think technology, uh, and, and, and we should try to use technology where it adds value the most. And there's just something, I mean, that, that we people still do better. Um, and we just, we just need to try to, to make those bridges, to make um, ideas connect, information connect, to come with, with the best. Um, that's our dream. We still do... Um, hand by uh, shoe one by one on their handmade uh, and this also allows us to have a beautiful mix um, where we believe is, is the future going because again we can do all that technology we can use all that but then people do not want to have one of a million they want to have one of a one one of one one of i mean just I, love that, I, love, I love the bridge you're building between you know 150 years ago and and the current world and actually the what the one-off piece is actually made more accessible because of the digital world we're in. So it's it's not about mass production anymore. It's about one-off. It's something just for you. Uh, this is the way you are, so you can have it the way you want it. And it's incredible when what using technology not to make people lose their jobs, but to bring the best of their of the past. Not even what they do or what they did, what their grandparents did. 
it's because you know in this in this craftsmanship world normally there's a lot of heritage of knowledge that has been transferred from one generation to another uh and then we see these two beautiful things coming together in a you know i'm very romantic with this whole thing because i dream about it but it's kind of a dance between the future and the past where they actually can can dance together and we love the result i'll tell you a very interesting story i heard the other day um it's to do with cybersecurity. It's a, an area we're getting involved in. And the, I don't know if you read about the pipeline in America that was hacked. And they couldn't, they couldn't have oil flowing through this pipeline because they were hacked. And digital systems all went down. So the oil company had to invite back the old staff who used to turn the pumps, the valves by hand, because they knew how to make the valves work. <laughs> they didn't have to use a computer and sit, sit in a control room somewhere. Isn't that fascinating? Uh, the, 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 the old skills are, are never going to be out of place or they should, they should never be out of place. In every, in every single thing we are moving forward, we tend to accept or understand that there are always things in the past that can still be remarkable and should be used and highlighted. Just look, if we think about companies like Amazon, uh, if Amazon, one of the biggest online companies, is building brick and mortar today, that's a huge message. Again, you know, I mean, we are all trying to go online, and the biggest guys are trying to go back <laughs> to the physical world. Uh, so there's a mix. There's a mix that has to be in place. Um, I believe, even though and we do our best to replicate uh, experience online, um, there's nothing like like touching the product. There's nothing like smelling it, like feeling it. Um, and we are trying to build uh, both experiences for, for people because we are not all the same. Some people really care about it. Some others, they don't really care. Um, so the beautiful thing is that we could come with answers for both questions. And the ones who achieve to do it in the best way will be the ones who will be able to transform their businesses from the old and traditional methods to the, to the future ones and vice versa, uh, the new ones um, who have only stayed on the online world but do not understand that we are people. And more after the, 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 the COVID thing, we want to still get in touch. We want to feel the things. We want to talk to each other. Um, so everything has changed. T talking to the manufacturer is actually a very important part of procuring something. You know, you're buying a pair of shoes from the guy who's making them not just from a salesperson who's selling 100 pairs of shoes today. That, that's the other thing we're trying to do. And, and it's, you know, normally whenever you, wherever you buy, uh, I mean, most of the places, you're buying a shoe who has been going from hand to hand. And all those people uh, who were there not adding value, but only adding layers of cost because everyone works for a margin, um, can now be skipped. So, you, for example, in our case, we do we use uh, very high quality leather. We do handmade, customizable products, but we're still uh, in on on the prices around two hundred pounds. This quality and, and this level of customization and and again tailor made products, you could never find something under three or four times that price. Um, so that's beautiful. And what is actually happening is that the guy who is doing the shoes is actually making more money than before. And the guy who's paying for them is paying much lower, but is still made, getting better quality. Uh, 
So, you know, there, there's a theory, I think it's from Tony Robbins, uh, who says that economy, that economy is just like um, the, the weather seasons. Cam Camilo, I've, I've got a, a final thought I'd like to ask you. Um, we've been talking about the past quite a bit here, about the dance between the past and the future. Um, I'd like to know what you'd say to your 21-year-old self. Oh, read more. I mean, I, I think I think there's so much information that has been coming to me in the recent years that has been um, changing my perspective. Um, and, and, and the knowledge is a very powerful thing not to act on others, which actually works, but take better decisions on yourself. Um, so there's a lot of information and the access to information is one of the most beautiful things, again, that technology has provided to us. Um, I would recommend myself to use it more. Um, just by getting to that information, you, I mean, anyone with the right info will take better choices, um, would choose better because, I mean, you're seeing the result, not finally and totally, but you're getting closer to that. I would do that. Definitely. Um, and I will, even though I'm very young, I'm 33 year old, years old. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a teenager, but not, I'm not old, but I still believe um, it's very important to, to stick to the right people. It's very important to go find those mentors, that, that, that people that will allow us to be courageous, but at the same time, help us to be smart. Um, that the, one of the easiest and fastest way to look for wisdom and it's through people who already have that knowledge. Fantastic, Camilla. Well, um, I really appreciate you sharing some of your knowledge with us. Um, I'm afraid we've, we've run out of time this evening. Uh, we've, we've had our allocated 30 minutes. Uh, time to wrap up and I just want to say how grateful I am that you took time out to join me in the den today. Thank you, Camilla, for sharing your thoughts on creativity. Thank you very much for doing and creating this space, which is always so refreshing and, 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 and I love it. So thanks again. Um, thanks for the people to giving us a space through the day. Yeah, super, Camilla. Thanks very much. All the best. Hope to catch up soon. You've been listening to The Den, a series of conversations about the business of creativity and creative thinking in business.